I'm Angela Konkin. And I'm your why guy, Jerry Visca. Welcome to our podcast. Inspiring one million whys together. Woohoo! <laughs> so who's Jerry? Well, he's formally educated in architecture, a branding expert, author of 18 books, and today focuses all of his awesome creative energy on helping people answer the only question that matters. Why do I exist? Don't forget, love, I've also toured 11 countries inspiring thousands of people. Oh yeah, I forgot. And Angela happens to be the love of my life. Thanks, love. So, who's Angela? She's a trained life and leadership coach, but today focuses her energies not just on me, but on helping people train their brain through the power of meditation and, of course, touring the world with me on this inspiring mission of One Million Wise. I like to call myself the fluffy sidekick. Together, we're inspiring one million whys in the world. I help you ignite your deeper why, which, of course, I define as the world helped by you. And I help you live it, baby, by training and conditioning your mind. So this podcast is where we thought it would be cool to share more of us and the energy of this big, fat, audacious vision of inspiring one million whys. And how it all comes to life through this magical thing called why time. We'll also share how we do this together with each other, which is what I love. It's amazing. I love doing this with you, Jerry. But most importantly, this vision can only come to life together with you because we can't do it alone. And that's why we're sharing it. So thanks for tuning in. Welcome to podcast number 10, love. Number 10. This podcast is titled, You Are Here to Create Something. Yes. So let's get started. Right on. Woohoo. So, perfect 10. We're so excited about this because both Jerry and I are big believers in the truth that all of us have something in us to create. Not just some of us, not just the artists and the musicians. You are born here to create. You're not a doing machine. It's not, you know, you're something way beyond your titles, your roles. You are here to create something of significance and meaning uh, with your one wild and precious life. So, love, let's talk about this. Everyone has something in them to create. You know, I love this theme. I, As I hit my 50th year this year, you know, I've been contemplating a lot especially through meditation, where I'm visiting with my uh, younger self. And everything that I've created in this last 17 years, 20 years, has been almost like a, what if it was a dream? Because we have something in us us to create. And I remember that feeling after I had already studied to become an architect, but I knew I had something else in me to create. And I kept having these glimpses and these visions of what I have, what we're creating now and all the writing, all this one million whys being ignited. And it's funny because I I look back and I think, what if I didn't step into that? What if I just played it safe and stayed in my traditional field of architecture? But I look back now and I thank my younger self for taking those steps and saying and listening to my soul. I have something in me to create. So that's why I'm excited. And you know what, love? I think all of us have those kind of inklings and those feelings that there has to be something more. And you listened to that. Maybe it took you a little bit of time, as it does many of us. 
But I think all of us have those. There's got to be something more. And I know I'm here for something more. So how does your deeper why kind of begin to ignite that creation, you think? Well, the deeper why is the foundation of everything. You know, if you, a lot of us live in uh, houses, you know, we go to buildings, we, we visit buildings. I, I love using architecture as an analogy because without the foundation, the building would crumble. Without your deeper why, which is this reason for being, and we're human beings at a foundational level, we exist. We exist, and we're here to create. It's not just doing. We're not just doing machines. And it's easy to live your whole life, a whole life, by doing all these things that really aren't aligned with why you're really here. And you can live a whole life with not even knowing. And of course, so it'll be revealed to you towards the last few seconds of your life and then possibly onward. And you'll look back and think, well, why didn't I just step into that? So your why is this foundational your why is this deeper foundation for all of the the experiences that you wish to create and that you wish to fulfill in your life. And when you start to get focused on this deeper why, what starts to come to the surface is a is a profound energy that starts to open up and connect you to the, what I call the soul of everything, the soul of the universe and people and events and the, the way starts to unfold so beautifully. So I can't imagine now that I've been on this 20-year journey of igniting one million whys, not spending another day not knowing why you're here. The universe starts to conspire in your favor. Yeah, Paulo Coelho, one of my favorite authors as from The Alchemist, says that beautifully. Once you know why you're here and you set that intention with desire and passion, the whole universe conspires. Think about that. Hey, let's conspire, everyone. Cosmos, you over here, we got to conspire to help this person become what they were meant to be. Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of cool. And you know what I love about that your creation is connected to this deeper why that you were born with is that never changes. And you talk about that a lot. It is beyond and bigger than a goal or a reason. It never changes. It's been with you from the beginning of existence. And it is so deeply connected to your soul's purpose, what you're here to create. And I think once, I know, once that's ignited in someone and they begin to step into it and explore it, say yes to what's coming their way, you know, like one of our Why Time interviewers uh, that we just did on podcast number nine, Vicki Colt. You got to listen to that one. She's just so focused on and on fire with igniting and living her deeper why. But you know, it's so beautiful, love, the premise that everyone has something in them to create. You know, there, not too long ago, all of the world thought that the world was flat. And we actually thought that was truth. Well, I think there'll come a point years from now where we'll look back and say, how come everyone didn't just ignite their why? And I think that's why we're really here, mm-hmm. is to help one another, to reach out to one another, go deep inside and really ignite that soul purpose. And when we do that, I think we will have achieved and fulfilled our true reason for being collectively. Mm-hmm. And some of us have just really jump-started that now and you know, a lot more kind of getting our jumping on board, which I think is great. And you know, the message of this podcast, you are here to create something. I really believe this is an important one for all of us to hear. 
One, because, and I say this with great compassion and empathy, we're all lost in the doing and the achieving more, and it's kind of destroying our world. But we've reserved this kind of notion of creation to the artists, the musicians in our world. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that's serving us because it's allowing us to play small and not ignite that creation within, that deeper why, how the world is helped by us. And so the words that we're speaking are so vital for those of you out there that, you know, you don't see yourself as a creator. You are a creator. And what I love about why time love is that that begins to be ignited for people, that creation. Yeah, why time is the invitation. You know, I write about that in my newest novel, Why Am I Here? That's really why time is. The more and more that I see the clarity of why time, it is the invitation. The invitation to what? The invitation to the bigger party, the bigger party that the universe wants you to attend. And it's just saying yes and having that conversation. Is it going to answer every single you know, I love how some people want their entire life <laughs> and every single detail mapped out in the 45 minutes. We call those the life-sucking like, house. Well, you know, let's just start off with the invitation yeah. and answering the first question, why am I really here? And that's that's, sta- that's stage one and step one. But I, I'm excited about this podcast because once you decide that there's something in me to create, then you have to create the space mm-hmm. and the conditions to allow that to really come to the surface. So the next uh, question or what we wanted to talk about is once you really understand and you say, yes, of course, there is something in me to create, it's important to get urgent about it. Stop with this someday crap. Someday is today and get urgent about it because you don't have all the time in the world. I get super kind of in people's face about this because as you know love the contemplation of our mortality is a big for me life awakener i think if you wake up every day with the realization that i've been given another extraordinary gift i've been given another day i've been given another day and using that gift as oh my god i've been given this chance to finally step into it face my fears push through it all And there is something inside of me that I need to create, that I need to see realized in the world, that you will look at your life through a very different lens. But we see so much of this someday energy. You know, we create through our work, igniting and uh, one million whys in the world, a lot of creative opportunities for people to step into uh, their deeper why, explore it, and share it with the world. And people get really excited about it, but then they retreat and they go, well, maybe someday. You know, there's three areas. I like what you said. There's three areas of how we really help people. We call it ignite, share, and live. So it, the invitation is to ignite this deeper calling, this deeper creativity, this deeper desire. But you have to be the one that has that desire. And then, of course, there's opportunities that you've seen other people like Vicki Cole take advantage of, which we call share. You know, there's, those are the, the wicked why platforms that come to life because you're sharing it. And then there's living it. You know, amazing programs like Symphonies for the Mind, why uh, write retreats like the one coming up in Tuscany. These are opportunities to truly live it. Mm-hmm. And when you start to approach it from that perspective, I, I think you're surrounded. And that's what 
what Y timers are telling us. They're they're surrounded by support, by love, by belief, by and it energy. is there, right? Yeah, and you do have to in this noisy, busy, sometimes often crazy world, surround yourself with that kind of energy to so that you kind of push out of the stratosphere like a rocket. You know, it takes that kind of intention. But this whole what we see with Y timers, um, they get well, certain ones especially, get urgent about it. They say, today is the day. Stop with this someday bullcrap. I'm not guaranteed uh, someday. Well, tomorrow's never promised, love. And I think that we get very, we have a very distorted view of time. I, I certainly did for many, many years where we, we think we have all the time in the world. And I think if, you know, recently through my own writing, which I love, you know, I love when I for me, writing has become a way of exploring my deeper why. And through writing my latest novel, Why Am I Here?, my definition of time has really changed. And I call it the gift of life in the present moment. So this moment that we have right now, sharing this podcast, could be our last one. But we want to create it because who knows, years from now, someone gets this podcast. Hey, there's something in me to create. I didn't know that. And no, I don't have all the time in the world. I only have this one moment. And that's all that life is is just a series of moments where when you string them together, if you're lucky enough, you'll have one more moment to explore why you're really here and to create it and to know that the universe has your back. You know, we do, we live in a world of attraction. We live in a universe of, of laws and it's there for us. It's, it's like the ultimate stage for us to jump on and stop being a spectator but start being that performer and know that there's something in you to create. And you know, and once you know there is something in you to create and you start to become more clear on that deeper why that is connected to that creation, you start to get urgent about it. That's you conspiring with the universe. You start to get urgent about it. It's right now, it's today. Those inspired actions start to flow through you. You take action and you feel that the universe is conspiring in your favor. You actually feel it. You become it. Doesn't mean you don't fall on your ass sometimes. Hey, there's going to be challenges and change that show up along the way. That's life being life. But you really start to feel more in flow and that you are aligned with universal laws. It's really pretty cool. It's very cool. So, you know, we've talked about how it's important to get urgent. The next element of this that we wanted to speak to is how it's important to also remove yourself from the everyday. And why that's not just a nice thing, oh, that'd be nice to do, but it's a vital thing to igniting your creation. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about why, baby. Yes, you have to remove yourself from the ordinary. If you look around you, the even within the first 15 to 25 feet around you, we live in a world that is, is very delusional. And we think it's our reality. So we, we've kind of found ourselves in this job or we find ourselves taking the same path to work, love, or we find ourselves you know, reading the same crap or surround yourselves with the same people. You need to remove yourself to become extraordinary, to create. You have to remove yourself and find the the places 
and the circumstances and the energy that will that will allow you to go deeper. And I know as a writer, I can't just kind of sit behind my computer and uh, and and think all this. You know, <laughs> you know, the universe is going to bestow me with all this wisdom today. How's be, that working for you? Know, you? And especially with social media, where we've become so dependent and overruled, if you will, by it's become so habitual that we we never used to spend what used to be maybe five percent. Now it's like eighty five percent, and we're just surfing, and we're and, and we're almost like goldfish. Mm-hmm. So it's even more necessary to remove yourself from the noise, which is defined as unwanted sound, and go to a place where I can listen to the soul, the whisper of my soul. I can listen to my mind. I can listen to my heart. And really start to tap into something that is magical. And any successful person that you talk with, interview them, they'll share with you that for me to really create, I need to remove myself. Well, you even talk about how some organizations see the value of doing that. Yeah, there's even more. There's a, you know, organizations like BMW is a great example. They actually remove um, their whole marketing department. It's a collaborative effort where creative, marketing, sales, they all come together for three months. And they've actually created a space, a building called Fizz. Mm. All these great ideas fizz up, right? Bubble up. And they remove themselves from that day-to-day. Like they actually live there for three months to create some new innovation. And it's even more necessary for organizations today. And I love that leaders are listening to this podcast because to get that greatness from your team, to get that next innovation, that next innovative thought, is not going to come from pushing more financial incentives on them or more financial pressures. You have to remove them. And a two-day retreat, I'm sorry, but it's not going to do it, mm-hmm. where we're just talking about the same thing, but maybe in a different boardroom. It's a different way of tapping into this greatness. Yeah. So we want we're talking about this because... We hear a lot from people that, uh, you know, that, oh, you know, maybe someday, yeah, I'll get away. We look at it as a little bit of a vacation for ourselves. We understand that, yes, there is something in us to create. I got to get urgent about it, but we try to do that in the busyness of the everyday, the craziness of the everyday. Well, we're contained in a box. I like to think of it as a box. Like you're shoved in this box, love. Yeah. And you you have a ceiling. So think, picture yourself in a, a small, like, like a six by six box. Okay. No matter how much you push, like that ceiling's there. And, you know, there's a great entrepreneur, Dan Sullivan, who talks about a ceiling of complexity. And, well, and many people have hit the ceiling of complexity many, many years ago. And they just continue to push through this ceiling, put, like keep hitting the same ceiling. And then they wonder why they're unhappy or unfulfilled because they haven't removed themselves. Open the door, get out of that box, and just open your world. And mm-hmm. that, that's what, what Y time is really all about is opening your world. Yeah. And, you know, it's as you said, it's not just us that, is our, our, that, that are doing this, talking about this. Organizations like BMW do this. Uh, authors like... 
one of your favorites, Paulo Coelho. He always removes himself from the everyday to ignite his creation. You had to do that, love, to ignite your recent novels, remembering why and why am I here. They never would have been brought to life or not nearly as well or elegantly as they have been. Well, my uh, first book, it, you know, it was my second book uh, of 18 called Get Creative, Love. And that actually was an exploration of of finding the spaces and the and the areas and, and different experiences to invoke that creative excellence inside of you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like there's a creative genie inside of you. Well, you gotta go find that lamp. And that lamp's not gonna be in your in your day-to-day normal activity. That that lamp is gonna be located and hidden. It's like a hidden treasure. And it doesn't come to life until you look for it and seek it out. You know, and I was recently reading through one of my my favorite authors, the author of Sapiens and his newest book that he just released, uh, Yuval Harari, he actually says, so this confirms what we're saying, that he has to remove himself from the everyday for at least two months a year. He meditates, he retreats, and had he not done that, it would never have ignited his significant creation to the world. So this area of our podcast that we're talking about, we really want to let it sink in for you as not just this nice thing, someday thing. It is vital to your creation, to your own creative process. And on that note, we're going to talk about what is the creative process, Jerry? You are you know, a creative coach. You have been you know, had your own branding and marketing company. You've come from the field of architecture. Everything you do is about creativity and creation. So you're like one of the best persons to talk about the creative process. You know, the creative process really is a process. And I want to start off with, it's about doing something new that you didn't already do. And you really have to deconstruct everything. So where are you going to create the location, you know, what you're going to wear, that kind of, the kind of books you're going to be bringing with you, um, going to a movie and just removing yourself completely from, you know, from the day to day. The creative process is really digging deeper. It's like uh, Indiana Jones, you know, it's like the ultimate excavator. You, You really have to look at the, at the processes, the environment, and start to equip yourself with, with tools, with mentors and, you know, with guides, it's like a Sherpa taking you up a mountain. You look at the mountain, you're like, how am I going to get up that mountain? Well, the Sherpa is going to take you along a certain route that you maybe never thought of doing yourself. So as a creative coach, I've always looked for the most explorative ways to emotionally connect you to what you said earlier, I've got something in me to create. So we have to go through different doorways. And the creative process is about opening new doors and new windows into your heart and in your soul. Uh, it's emotionally charged. It has to, you know, like why time is an example of the creative process. People apologize to me because they're they're bawling their eyes out half the time. And like, why are you crying? Those are just tears, tears of your soul. It's like a blood of your soul. And it's actually necessary to yeah. ignite your that that creator in you, that creation, it's gonna have to be emotionally charged. Totally, to touch, to truly touch your heart, to truly touch your soul, to create things that will touch other people's hearts, to create things that will connect with their soul, isn't going to come from your nine to five day-to-day routine. 
It, it just isn't. Now, I'm not saying that you have to go and climb Mount Kilimanjaro, but you truly have to find ways. Meditation is a great example. My whole morning routine kicks off my creative process. So I, I don't wake up and check email. I don't do anything technology-based. So you don't look at that as, oh, it'd be nice to meditate. You look at that as an essential part foundational. of your creative process. It's foundational process. because here we are creating this inspiring podcast, right? And I start off this morning with my hour of power, which was 30 minutes of very deep meditation. Why do I do that? Because I need to remind myself that I'm a spiritual being. I'm not just a physical being. So I need to transport myself into almost like a dreamlike state. And meditation consistently practiced allows me to do that and act it upon. And, and you're, you're the best to talk about the process of meditation, but I'm just here to say that I kickstarted off. Then followed by 30 minutes of physical activity and stretching and I'm moving my heart, I'm moving my lungs. Now I'm ready to then be what I need to be. So it is foundational. So the creative process is really about getting clear on why I'm here, sparking new actions. And really that's my role as a creative coach. It always has been to inspire someone to want to take action. So if we're creating a retreat, for instance, it's to inspire you to remove yourself. So you're taking action. I've decided there's something in me to create. I'm going to remove myself, which means I... I'm going to get uncomfortable. I have to purchase a ticket, get on a plane, maybe get a rental car, get myself to this different place. But guess what? You're in a different place. Now you're ready to create. Yeah. And it, and just that getting urgent, that removing yourself from the everyday starts to ignite your own creation. So the creative process, just to, just to stay on that just for a little bit longer, it's very much a divine experience. And I often say that there's four phases to the creative process. So we are creative beings. You would agree with that. Mm -hmm. We are here. We're creators. We're co-creators. We're, we're in a universe that, that wants to support us in creation. So the first phase of, of create, the creative process is what I call conceive. Now, conceive are those inspired thoughts that enter your mind. But guess what? They're not going to happen in your day to day. So it's like the chicken and the egg. The more that you decide and you start to meditate and you're getting to that state, you're going to get these conceived ideas. Which is why meditation, again, is so important. You get this beautiful idea. Mm -hmm. Boom. It's actually created. It's there. The minute that you brought, you bring it into your, into your mind, it's actually created. That's kind of how our universe works. But it's not manifested yet. It's created It's because it, if it didn't enter your mind, it wouldn't have been created. So now possibility exists. The next part, the next phase is to believe. This is where most of the, of the world stops. I've never done it before. I don't know how to do it. I don't have the money. Every single objection from the rational side of your brain, which is just a, a wonderful way for your brain to lie to you. I call it rational lies because it's trying to rationalize. So you don't believe it's possible. Assuming you believe it's possible, now you've opened another doorway. It's all about these doorways. Open a doorway to what? To, you, you've conceived, you've believed, now you're ready to act. And this is what's so beautiful is you're act, taking action. So an example, Vicki Colt's last interview, she said, yes, that's an action. 
yes, led to a powerful interview, which led to a powerful platform, which is now leading to a powerful, very powerful writer's retreat, which you know is going to lead to some explosive explosive work. And her taking action on that, it's fueling, it's strengthening her beliefs. Um, removing yourself from the everyday also is an, a vital part of, I'm just staying on your beliefs part of the creative yeah. process, love. It's also an essential part of strengthening your beliefs because, you know, you're going to be out there in a world that is not necessarily set up. Yeah, our world's to, not designed to. No, to help, to you, help you strengthen those beliefs. So removing yourself, you know, saying yes to these inspired things that show up in your life, really important to strengthen that belief. Well, let's stay on that. Our world is not set up and it's not conditioned. Our universe is, but the world that we have collectively created, this you know, concrete highways and social media based and corporations that don't want you to be late and want you to focus only on your job description and HR, which really was typically meant to help you rise, has decided to become human resources. I didn't realize we were computers. That's what it sounds like. So when you decide that, you know, the world that I'm living in, how can I possibly believe how can i possibly conceive how can i create greatness you know I, I think of companies like apple like how can we create tools that connect to the hearts and create things that never existed before if i stay in my same box mm -hmm. it's just not going to happen yeah you're going to keep doing the same things over and over again until you won't be given that gift of life to be able to conceive it so the final phase is to receive and it's a cycle it's and to that's receive. a really hard part for us as human beings, receiving. Yeah, why is that? That's a human That's a human condition. We can't receive. Well, I think we've all, I know we've all been conditioned to believe that receiving is selfish. Giving is good. Receiving is selfish. That's kind of it in a nutshell. I know there's more complexities around it, but that is a deep-seated belief that I believe is in all of humanity, individually and collectively, which is why, again, it's so important to, you know, meditate so you can start to build your receiving muscles. Gratitude helps to build your receiving muscles. And again, removing yourself from the ordinary, just even starting to believe that you have something in you to create, starting to get urgent about it, removing yourself you know, following some of these steps in the creative process that Jerry's outlined helps to start to unfold and strengthen those now, receiving muscles. imagine meditating in front of thousands of olive trees Ooh. in the hills of <laughs> Tuscany. And just imagine it. It's another reason why it's another reason why I love creating experiences together with you, love, where we take a very select group of people and it's always small numbers with us. Why? Because, you know, we love to pour ourselves into people and wrap them so ourselves around them. But when you take people away, because the human condition is to habitually do the same thing over and over, to stay in our comfort zone. So now when you remove them and you put them into a space, and I use Tuscany because it's been my, it's become my place, and you're immersed in an environment that you've never been immersed in before a simple life. Uh, it's almost like God came in and just touched the mountains and created these beautiful so sowed fields of, of vineyards and, 
and olive trees. I've just never experienced anything like it. So Jerry got a bit ahead there on our podcast, but I'm glad you did, love, because we do have something for you. We've created, you know, around um, the premise of every one has something in them to create a place that is not just nice to, yeah, of course it's lovely, it's vital to retreat, to slow down, to still, to simplify in order to explore and ignite that creation within and bring it to life through writing because writing does bring it to life. I love that word, retreat. It's like (laughs) I've got something so amazing to create. So retreat because you need to leave your everyday life, your everyday (laughs) space. You do. But, you know, these why rights love, they evolved over the last few years where you and I were doing why intensives. And why intensives, both for organizations, for, for you know, inspired entrepreneurs that, that we call definers, inspired everyday people, they were anywhere from a day to a two-day why intensive retreats became an extension of that and the why right and we've we've done why right now in places like new york city manhattan on christmas which i love you know london ontario all all different parts of the world but i love about these larger seven day retreats is you know it's immersion and it's without the immersion mind body and spirit immersion so that's why i'm excited about how it's evolved yeah and it is if we want people we're really inviting people to consider how essential and vital it is. No one, I profoundly believe that no one wants to leave this earth without really igniting that deeper why, that creation within you. And as Jerry said, within the last few seconds, uh, you'll know what that deeper why is. It'll be revealed. Why not reveal it now? You know, I believe what all of us are truly seeking is to feel more alive with the brief and brilliant time we have. And I know that when you ignite and explore that creation within you, that deeper why, it leads to these new levels of aliveness. And that's why we're creating these places like Tuscany, where you are invited to retreat, remove yourself from the ordinary. Create, explore. Totally. I love those words, right? And it so it is so vital to remove, to slow down, to simplify, to still, so that that is ignited and it comes to life within you. And whether that creation comes to life through writing in the form of a book, for some it may, but for some it may not. It might be that the writing down of that creation in some form, that is another way that it powerfully comes to life. Well, I think the, the, the bigger message for certainly this upcoming Why Write Tuscany is to help you decide what you really want. You know, and this is why we're going. We're going to create. Because I, I, you know, I really focus on create, explore, and write. My way of, of creating is writing. And I mean, I've written, you saw how many drafts before I even, I even came up with why am I here? So writing is, it's kind of your soul's way of coming to life and exploring what it's meant to become. And when you create the conditions around that to help someone slow down, that's the first one, you're slowing down. When you slow down, you can dream. And we've forgotten it. You know, I wrote a book a couple years ago, as you know, called Big Dreamers. The world has stopped dreaming. We have forgotten how to dream. 
You know, as little kids, we're soaring on on clouds and we're uh, we're surfing the universe with our our silver surfboards and we're just dreaming the the ultimate dream. Mm-hmm. And this, I'm excited about this particular location because it's what it, it's the place that really ignited my best creation to date. Yeah, and you're right. We do remove ourselves from the everyday. Both you and I go to Tuscany to create. It is Jerry goes to write. I go to compose the symphonies for the mind and and get inspired by the meditations that I want to create to help elevate people's minds and their life. But as we continued to go to Tuscany and our work around igniting One Million Whys started to really take off and evolve, we said, we want this for others. We need to create and invite other people to join us to help them really ignite the creator within and bring it to life. Yeah, and it's uh, it's our creative haven, so... <laughs> We're sharing it. You know, it was difficult <laughs> at first because you you know you have this creative haven, right? And, and a lot of creators, you know, they've it takes them a lifetime to find their haven. So we've opened up our world because we believe in it. And we've seen the results of, for both of us, what happens when we remove ourselves and all those things that we think are important disappear. So now we've opened it up to nine people and I'm excited for them because they're going to get a, a, a jolt of of creativity that they've never experienced before. Yeah, and uh, I'm really excited for these nine people and what the rest of this year after the retreat will be like energetically for them, you know, because they've given themselves the vital gift. And I continue to use that word vital. It's not a nice to, it is so vital to retreat, remove from the everyday, the busyness of the everyday. And for you, your busyness might be your job, your work, the highway, the kids. Well, it's your day-to-day routine it's that you've now you've you've now it's now become your only reality mm. see you've allowed this your own rea- this 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 reality to define who you are but it's not who you are love and i get so sad when i see people's world that has become so small but they think it's their whole world so use why right tuscany the way it was meant to be used use it as a way to create your life Mm-hmm. Use it as a way to explore the next chapter of your life. Use it as a way to write the most extraordinary dream of your life. Yeah. And that's what it's about. Where it's going to lead, well, this is your playground. So you're the one that's going to decide how you want to play. I can tell you the sandbox we've created for you is pretty cool. It's amazing. So, you know, this was such a beautiful conversation on the whole energy. Every conversation with you, love, is beautiful. Thanks. (laughs) These are so fun to do together. You know, this was our podcast on You Are Here to Create Something. We profoundly believe in this. We want to share this with you. Uh, We hope that it will ignite that belief in you as well, that knowingness. And we hope that it will ignite a sense of urgency in you that you don't have someday. And we hope that it will uh, help you see how you really have to remove move yourself from the everyday, how that's so vital, and how Jerry's creative process, uh, we hope that that has inspired you uh, in that. And check out uh, our the retreats that we're creating 
to help ignite um, the creator in all of us. And that's not just us saying it. This is being confirmed by so many great minds around the world today. And we're really honored to contribute to that energy and that conversation to help wake up and transform our world. And the way we're doing it is by igniting one million wise, baby. Love it. So thanks so much. 